0: Welcome to 5-Minute Finance, a podcast that explores topics that are impacting your money. Join us as we discuss what is moving the economy, markets, stocks, and personal finance.
1: This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Before acting on any financial advice, you should consult a financial professional who can review your specific financial situation. Any opinions expressed by the hosts or guests are their own and do not reflect the opinion of LVM Capital Management. Clients or employees of LVM Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in the podcast.
0: Welcome to 5-Minute Finance. Tyler and Jordan here going to review some first half data in the stock and commodity markets. And we'll start with the returns for stocks and bonds start the year. The first half, the S&P 500 was down just over 20%. The Russell 2000, which is small cap stocks, was down almost 24%. And the NASDAQ 100 was down close to 30%. So a rough start to the year, as well as bonds had poor returns as well, down about 14% on the Bloomberg aggregate bond index. And a lot of those negative returns basically coming from higher inflation and consumer sentiment being negative for stocks and bonds due to that higher inflation. So I think we averaged just over 8% Uh, CPI year over year in the first uh, few months of the year, which a lot of that has kind of been led by commodities. And Jordan, you had some uh, commodity return information for the first half.
1: Yeah, for the first half, commodity prices soared. And in the second half, we really have seen them come back down to earth and in some cases gone negative. You know, oil, large driver of inflation. At least in the non-core, if we strip out uh, energy and volatile food prices, oil is almost uh, flat in the second quarter here, but still very much up on the year. Where we've seen a decline is in a lot of these economically cyclical type of commodities such as you know copper or lumber or commodities that go into stuff.
0: Yeah, so that's like industrial metals, and they were actually up significantly to start the year, and now they're negative for the year. Right,
1: and a lot of them off quite a bit from their high. I mean, so you have nickel, coal, steel, natural gas down anywhere from 60 to 40% off the high. And Dr. Copper, which is kind of an economic barometer of growth we just saw this morning, is down, you know, somewhere between thirty and forty percent from its peak too. You have slowing Chinese growth. You have a lot of issues in Europe. And then here, as you were saying, these kind of recession fears, whether it's consumer confidence or, you know, stickier inflation is is helping to, at least in the mindset of consumers and businesses, help drive down commodity prices. And
0: one that's kind of been really sticky is energy prices in particular. You know, here, but even more so in Europe when you've had kind of a a larger supply shock in Europe, sending energy prices higher.
1: Right. And and largely due to Europe's dependency on Russia for commodities, but more specifically gas, oil and and natural gas. So heating the homes, that's that's a real concern right now to a lot of European countries. You know, where are they going to source this from? We'll see. Yeah. And so a lot of those higher
0: energy prices has led to consumer confidence and consumer sentiment being low. And we have the Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index is at its lowest reading on recorded history. And there was a good note this morning from uh, James McIntosh at the Wall Street Journal in terms of the consumer sentiment being so low. And he kind of says, well, let's uh, sanity check here. Really? The worse, excuse me, worse than when lines for cars, waited for hours for fuel in a deep recession in 1974, if it was even available. Worse than when unemployment was almost double the current level and inflation was in double digits in the 1980s with interest rates at 14.5%. Worse than after the 9-11 attacks or when the global banking system was on the brink of failure in 2008. He says, come on.
1: Yeah. It's crazy to think about. And I, and correct me if I'm wrong, Ty, but this is one of the lowest consumer confidence readings outside of a technical recession the market's down, but we're not, we're not in a recession. Right. Potentially. Potentially. Yeah. (laughs) Knock on wood.
0: So it was a struggle to start the year, but some of the good news is one, the S&P 500 valuations have come down and now the forward PE ratio on the S&P 500 is roughly 15 times. And that's below its five and 10 year average, closer to 19 times on a five year average and 17 times on a 10 year average. So valuations look much better than we've seen over the last 5 and 10 years. The other positive is, as we've mentioned on some of our previous podcasts, in terms of S&P 500 returns after declines of 15 and 20%, the figures we have here today are 20%. In the previous 10 bear markets over the last 65 years, the average return one year later after the S&P falling 20% is 19%. And two years later, the market's up. Almost 34%. So returns typically are positive or historically have been strong after seeing these types of declines. Would that be the buy the dip syndrome? There you go. That's the buy the dip. The other thing is when you take a look at the return needed to reach the January 2022 peak. So if you look out one year, to get back to the high, which is close to 4800 on the S&P 500, you would need a 28.5% return, which gets you pretty close to what the median was one year later after a 20% decline in the market. If you look out two years, so if it takes two years to get back to the prior high, that's an average of 14% a year. If it takes three years to get there, it's another 10% a year. So either either way you slice it, if we get back to those prior highs, you should see some pretty strong returns relative to what we've seen historically.
1: There's not too many 10 years, certainly 15 or 20 year periods where the market is negative. Might be a bumpy ride to get there, but ultimately time in the market will serve investors pretty well. Absolutely. All right, we'll leave it there. Uh, Feel free to reach out. Podcast at LVMCapital.com.